Hello, and today we are very happy to welcome Brenda Dugan to the podcast. Thank and, you. And Brenda, can you tell us a little bit, bit about yourself? Well, I'm Brent Dugan's sister, and I'm six years younger, so all I can do is remember pictures, old pictures of things that he used to do or did, mm -hmm. and things that my mother told me about him. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, from when I was born on up, I uh -huh. remember things. So. Okay. <laughs> so do you think that Brent always wanted to be a minister? Yes, I really, truly do. I think he was born to be a leader. Mm -hmm. He always seemed to be that way, even though I was the younger sister. He led me around. <laughs> he was a shepherd. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> Sometimes not a good shepherd. <laughs> but um, yes, because my mom always, when people would ask my mother that about his ministry or his preaching or whatever she would tell and because I didn't know this or I didn't see it mm -hmm. because I was younger but she said that he had like a box that he stood out on or like a makeshift podium or whatever mm -hmm. that he st sat on or stood on out in the um, yard and he would preach to the animals or nothing or the neighbor kids that came to play or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty little. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, if I was a baby, he would have only been six, seven years old and doing that. And where did you grow up? We lived out in the country. When I was born, we lived out and we moved out in the country in Waterford, PA. Okay. And it was about five miles out of town, and it was a nice little country ranch house. Mm -hmm. We had some woods behind us and a couple of big, big rocks, and we would go up there to sit and ponder and think, and mm -hmm. maybe that's where Brent went preaching. That could be. But he, <laughs> he also lived at my grandfather's store when he was born, oh. and until he was six when I was born, then they moved. Okay. But they lived in with Grandpa and Grandma up in their uh, upstairs, mm -hmm. and they were devout Catholic. And, oh, really? Yes, oh. and I almost wondered why he never went that way. Mm -hmm. But he was around a lot of the family there, and like I said, they were all very Catholic. So he's been around religion and mm -hmm. ministry in mm -hmm. all sorts of ways. So was he raised in the Catholic Church or any no, church? No, my mom was a devout Nazarene. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's about as far as you could get from Catholics. Oh, yeah. So um, she had her background and dad had his, and mom was adamant about the kids mm -hmm. being in the... Um, Nazarene Church? Yes, okay. Nazarene mm -hmm. Church, so mm -hmm. not to go, but if I went to Catholic mm -hmm. Church, that was always nice, because mm -hmm. it was something different, uh -huh. <laughs> so I got to go with Dad. <laughs> and I don't know too much about the Nazarene Church, it's very, it's oh, a small denomination. It, yes, it? and back then it was pretty, oh, I'd like to say kind of hooping, hollering, this oh, minister really? oh. was pretty, raise your hand and clap and not like in the non-denominational churches mm -hmm. today they have loud music and uh -huh. and it's fun and 
the kids seem to really like it and, mm -hmm. and there's lots of music but that was very strict and oh, okay. mm -hmm. it when my brother got older and got more education mm -hmm. he decided he wanted something a little less mm -hmm. uh, active or whatever you would call it <laughs> A little more so, contemplative. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he went. So then we started going to the Presbyterian Church in Waterford. Okay. So mm -hmm. that was his. That was where he fit. Okay, that's great. Uh, so then he went on to college at Edinburgh, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He went to school in Edinburgh, and I missed him so bad. You'd think we were a hundred miles away. Yeah, that's not very far. <laughs> no, but he got his own apartment with apartment with other people mm -hmm. and um, so I didn't get to see him maybe only on the weekends mm -hmm. or whenever he could come home. Mm -hmm. Oh that's great and yeah. then then he decided to go on to the to ministry the yes mm -hmm. the seminary and once again my Catholic relatives were very supportive of him. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. And then my mom's side, of course, was too. I just feel like maybe we weren't as close because they lived in Warren, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So they were mm -hmm. farther away, mm -hmm. so we didn't see them as much. Mm -hmm. But of course, they were very happy he was going to be a minister. Mm -hmm. So then when he, then he moved to West Virginia... He took, was that yes. his very first, that was his first job, I believe, I in Fairmont? I think so. No, Mannington. Yeah. Mannington, okay. Yes, mm -hmm. Mannington, West Virginia. Then from Mannington, he went and um, worked a part-time, like if you'd call it that, mm -hmm. uh, in Fairmont. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then finally ended mm -hmm. up in Fairmont as mm -hmm. the, the regular senior pastor mm -hmm. or whatever. So when he was in high school, did he participate in activities? Oh, yes. Oh. He was very, very social. Mm -hmm. He always had friends, mm -hmm. boy friends, friends that were males, friends that were women. And they um, also, he, I believe it was called CYF or something. Mm -hmm. It was some kind of a Christian youth for Christ okay. or something okay. mm -hmm. kind of thing. And he was really involved in that. And, mm -hmm. But still had fun at school. And mm -hmm. looking back at old pictures, there were so many girls that wrote on the back of their... <laughs> pictures and he took them to proms and things like that mm -hmm. so they had a good time yeah you showed me a couple of the pictures and he he was really a cute guy i'm yeah. sure he was very <laughs> and he looked very gregarious yeah and well, outgoing. He, and i always liked to dress nice mm -hmm. and even though i believe we didn't have much money mom tried to dress him up and <laughs> cute little <laughs> bow ties and uh -huh. Jackets, suit mm -hmm. jackets, and mm -hmm. and always groomed hair, you mm -hmm. know, cut hair. But mm -hmm. a lot of the men looked like that back then. Yeah. <laughs> they were all neat and tidy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he graduated, like, when would it, what year? Like in the 60s somehow? I or? think 60s, yeah, okay. 68 mm -hmm. maybe. 68, okay. Yeah, yes. I'm just trying to kind of put him in the times <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Uh, uh, so and he seemed to have loved a lot of sports. I mean, it's well, not in high school. Not in high school. Mm -hmm. He he was he was kind of chubby in the grade school, and then he <laughs> lost a lot of weight in high school. Mm -hmm. But he was never um, 
a macho kind of guy. He mm-hmm. he would like um, chorus mm-hmm. and band mm-hmm. and those kind of sports, mm-hmm. but not football, basketball, basketball oh, okay. nothing like that. Yeah. I saw pictures of him skiing oh, and boating. He loved so he ski. liked the outdoors. Though, yes, and he, he really kind of picked that up later in his years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he got his education in, and I think maybe he had some friends that said, let's go ski. Now, when did I stop that? Oh, the word. Because we were thinking, so go back. You know, I must have. Let me. Right. Okay. So, you must have been excited when you found out that um, Brent got a calling here to the Community yes. Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon. I certainly was. Um, it's so much closer than Fairmont, West Virginia, mm-hmm. but I loved Fairmont and the people there. So. Um, but it was nice to have him close by, mm-hmm. especially because mom was getting older, and it would just be nice to have him close. And mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was his thing. I mm-hmm. mean, he had the arts and the museums and all kinds of interesting, fun things that he could do here, mm-hmm. and that kept his mind going because mm-hmm. he he appreciated uh, education. Mm-hmm. And I also think that this church seemed bigger. And that then, as in regards to Fairmont, it seemed as a bigger congregation, a bigger number of people, and that challenged him a bit, I think, for his um, keeping up with education, Mm -hmm. with a lot of um, people who were educated, well-educated, and and I think he enjoyed that intellectual Mm -hmm. thing about this church, too. So we had good, fun times. We'd go down to Pittsburgh for New Year's Eve and mm-hmm. fun things. We would come up and um, go to his house for Thanksgiving or Christmas, and so we enjoyed that. Oh, that's great. And so you have uh, three kids. Yes, I have Brent, who's a namesake. That's so cool. Yes, <laughs> and um, Brent, who's 53, just turned 53 within, well, he was the 2nd of March, but Chad just turned 50, mm-hmm. and he lives in Florida, mm-hmm. and they're all within two weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. And then Natalie, my daughter, lives in Edinburgh, and she is fifty or 45 this mm-hmm. year. So, And where does Brent, young Brent, live? Young Brent lives in Texas, I forgot oh, to say does. that. Oh, yes. whereabouts? He moved in Texas, near Houston, oh, Spring, okay. Texas. Oh, know it well. I've lived in Texas yeah, myself for a yeah. long time. It's not far from the airport. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, that's good, so yeah. you can get home. Yes. Oh. Well, that's neat. So, they they enjoy doing things oh, with my. Uncle Brent. Yes, mm-hmm. and Brent, the namesake, my son Brent, seemed to take after Brent with regards to being adventurous. He oh. loves to mm-hmm. go places. He took one of his motorcycles and went all the way to Alaska, drove oh. all around Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then um, he just went to see his brother for his big birthday mm-hmm. and drove his motorcycle from Texas to Florida. Oh, they wow. just made a long bridge, that'd be mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so he's, he, he took after his uncle that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So did they 
come to church with him or did they hear him oh, preach? Oh yeah, when we came, when uh-huh. we came down, we would go to church and uh-huh. then we met all the people and uh-huh. and um you know, we just took it that that's my brother. I didn't <laughs> think he was anything big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody thought he was so wonderful and it's like Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Not when he twisted my arm when I was little and he yeah. was mad at me. You know. so. Oh, that's cute. So. so when this all happened, I guess your kids were young adults. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Brent passed on, and it must yep. have been really shocking oh, and sad. They were, they were devastated, just devastated. We... None of us understood. None of us had a, an answer. None of us knew anything as to why he died. And we just lost a wonderful, wonderful mm-hmm. um, relative, brother, uncle. Mm-hmm. So the kids were right there with me through the whole thick and thin of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jean Henderson was so good. Everyone from the church, I can't even name everyone. Mm-hmm. Who helped and was supportive and and took care of helped mm-hmm. me take care of matters. I was out of work mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. just coming down here all the time, and mm-hmm. so. Oh, gee. So and what I know one thing with Brent that I always heard was he was very he was a dog person. Oh yes, <laughs> he loved his dogs. He has he's had a couple. We had. Uh, old old German Shepherd when we were little mm-hmm. and then um, he had uh, one or two in Fairmont and he had one or two here and mm-hmm. he just had a love for dogs were they all named Ben? No. Oh, okay. Somebody told <laughs> Two me. Two of oh. them were. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because they were already named, so oh, we kind of had to leave them Ben. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I thought maybe and, there was a story behind that. Okay. Well, one did have the name Bear, I think. Mm-hmm. So he called him Ben Bear because Ben, oh. <laughs> the real original Ben, was gone. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I see. So wow. it just ended up Ben. Mm-hmm. But yes, he did love Ian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he seemed like he had so much to give. Oh, he did, and that's why the ending was not a good one because he had so much more to give to everyone. Mm-hmm. So. Did he tell you that he was going to Mendocino? Yes, mm-hmm. we had just found out that he was going. That well, actually, in the summer, he had mentioned to me. When we went sailing at Chautauqua, he said that I'm thinking about taking a church on in Mendocino, California, and I'm there. Uh, at first, I was taken aback, and uh-huh. I thought, well, but, you know, like, what about Mom, and you're going to be so far away? And uh-huh. he said that he'll make sure he comes home, and, uh-huh. you know, of course, through phone, we can always make decisions on her part for her health or whatever, and uh-huh. so then I was all for it. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what he wants to do, and I realize it's a calling kind of thing mm-hmm. that you know God leads you to where you need to be next. So mm-hmm. I figured that was his calling, mm-hmm. and he was very excited about it. Seemed like things were gonna go down a little bit, you know, getting ready for um, 
retirement, mm-hmm. and it was in a wonderful artsy community oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. he would have loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so sad. So, I guess the question is: Did you did you know that he was gay? No. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, he was just my brother, like I mm-hmm. suppose any sister would think, whether she knew or not. Mm-hmm. And, and now when I look back, I think of how good he was at mm-hmm. really decorating his house with mm-hmm. the hodgepodge kind of furniture he mm-hmm. got that people would give him, mm-hmm. and how well he dressed, mm-hmm. uh, maybe how he carried himself. Mm-hmm. Um but not at all did I ever, that's why it was such a shock to mm-hmm. me. And I actually just think he was ahead of his time. Oh, yes. To, I mean, if you look at the world now, mm-hmm. compared to then, mm-hmm. he just knew he had to be quiet about it, I guess. And that's part of the reason we're telling this story, is that really just you know, 20 years later, it's you know, so amazing different. how things have changed and, yes and it's sad it but, is mm-hmm. and so many women in the church and outside the church really liked him mm-hmm. but now I see that a lot of gay men mm-hmm. uh, are liked by women mm-hmm. because we're not threatened by mm-hmm. them at all mm-hmm. and they're nice they can relate on a lot of things that we mm-hmm. like or whatever mm-hmm. so I see that now, but no way did I ever feel he was misleading anyone yeah. mm-hmm. in any way because mm-hmm. he never, ever said, like, I have a steady lady that I'm seeing or anything like that. Yeah, he didn't lie to anybody no. about, no. you know, to cover up or anything. Right. He was just himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that really makes you, it makes this so frustrating yeah. that he was, you know, outed, so to speak, you know, yes. or in such an awful way. Yes, in a way that it wasn't his way. He, yeah. w- he would have maybe, once he got to California, maybe things would have happened mm-hmm. or changed that he mm-hmm. could have finally said something or mm-hmm. felt free to be able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, worrying about the church and what, the church is going to do or say Mm -hmm. so you know back then so Mm -hmm. now things are more open and you know we we allow God to be the judge on Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff now Mm -hmm. our doors are open absolutely anyone to come Mm -hmm. that's the philosophy of this church that's for sure oh gosh so Wow, that must have been so hard to deal with that. You must have had right. sadness and anger. And I yes. know that's a lot of the well, emotions that we hear. And, and oh. actually, I can really never say I was ever really angry. Mm-hmm. I was more just sad because I could, I could never hate my brother. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. And the anger would not be with him. Right. It would be with the, the situation. The situation. And mm-hmm. how it all went down. Mm-hmm. Yes, that mm-hmm. part. Yes, I mm-hmm. do agree with that. So. But the beauty of Brent is, and I did not know him personally, but is that his spirit is still very strong in this church. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason I thought this was a good idea to do this is that 
we very casually just mentioned, oh, well, when Brent was here, we did this, or he, Brent started this. And I, you know, I said, you know, you realize there are many people that are new to the church that have don't really know who Brent yeah, who's, is. Who's this Brent? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> they don't know the story. And, yeah. you know, and apparently, you know, in talking with like Linda Williams, who is was very um, involved with the Presbytery, Brent's, you know, death and this situation really woke them up. Yeah. In a lot of ways to, I, hey, we have to do something about this. This is not right. I believe that too, mm-hmm. because I, I just think so strongly that we need to just allow people to come into the church. We need to love and care for them. We need to still send our messages, which God is giving to the minister, who mm-hmm. the minister is informing us how we should be. Mm-hmm. And if we project that onto new people that come in, then that's fine. And if you find that in your family, mm-hmm. the the more you accept that mm-hmm. and the more that you let it give it to God mm-hmm. and the better you feel about it because mm-hmm. you can't take that and make it all right or better or how you think it should be mm-hmm. because that's God's job yeah. to mm-hmm. judge and to rule over. Well, you put that very Thank you. <laughs> you must run in the family. <laughs> Maybe I, I had a calling and didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> and it all started here. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Oh, I, I guess not. I guess I could talk about my brother all day. I didn't realize. <laughs> he did so much, you know, in you know for this church and the community. Yeah. And I think, you know, his... His um, influence was much wider than he would have ever thought. Yes, mm-hmm. I think so too. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't realize what all he was letting go. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine that, that God would not um, love him and um, see all the good things that he did do mm-hmm. you know, through oh. him, mm-hmm. through, through God. Oh, absolutely. So, just as an aside, did you ever hear anything from Mendocino? Oh yes, they they were very involved in the whole. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, shortly after he died, they they would um, they I believe they put a um, bench out front with his name on it, really? like a memorial bench. Oh, how beautiful! And I kept in touch with uh, Kathy Mooney from. Uh-huh. Uh, for quite a while uh-huh. and sent Christmas cards and I think maybe only up, up until just a few years ago uh-huh. that we we stopped communication but they even were affected by this oh absolutely so I'd like to as a matter of fact I intend to contact them oh, yeah, just to see what their reaction is I'm sure that a lot of the people aren't there anymore but maybe, yeah, yes, I'm sure there are some true. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of think it stops here in Ben Avon, but yeah, no, it, it extended all the way out to yes. California. And like you said, the Presbytery and everything, mm-hmm. there were so many people here 
that people were standing and they were outside. I mean, there was tons of oh, people. Wow. I think it was only like the church holds four or five hundred, and there mm. was seven hundred or something here. Mm. Wow! It was amazing. Wow. It was mm-hmm. such a good, a good um, show to God mm-hmm. in in a way mm-hmm. for him for oh. his um, funeral. Well, I am so happy, Brenda, that you could come to uh, share your memories of your brother Brent with us. Thank you so uh, much. It was really good, and I appreciate it. Good. Thank you. You're welcome.